Drinking responsibly, parenting haphazardly. We've got your weekly dose of mom tequila. So pour yourself a drink. And put dad on tiny human duty. This This is Moms Moms and Margs. Welcome to Moms and Margs. And I am Kelsey. And I'm Whitney. And we are over the moon that you are listening and tuning in to our next episode. It is going to be a really fun one (laughs) and funny, should I? I'm already already calling it. It's going to be funny. I think it's going to be funny too. Um, But we wanted to review some housekeeping items. (laughs) (laughs) We're like little girls. I feel like a mom. Because I am a mom. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We love, love when you review us and rate us on the Apple podcast. I'm pretty sure that's the only one that does reviews. Yeah. Um, So thank you to the many five-star reviews um, that we've received. We literally cry tears (laughs) of joy when this happens. However, (laughs) we um, our very first review. Very first. Number one. Number one review. (laughs) Was... A sweet, sweet listener that goes by the username of Girl You Know Is True. And (laughs) (laughs) the title of her review is Like, Like, with one star. And it reads, A Waste of My Time. Two drunks who are full of themselves. That's all you need to know. And to be honest, I wanted to be upset about this. But then I thought about it and I was like, I mean, she's not wrong. <laughs> I like to get drunk and I love myself. <laughs> this so, is true. Hello, our podcast is called Moms and Margs, and we are sharing stories about ourselves. <laughs> I think that, you know, yeah, it's a true review. However, it was a little disappointing that that was our first <laughs> review. Um, but again, thanks for all the other five, oh all the amazing so, five star ones yes we so appreciate all of the other reviews um especially those that took time out of their day to let us know that they are enjoying the content that we're putting out and that we're relatable and they love you know listening to us even those that aren't moms i can't stress that enough that makes me so excited that there's women out there that aren't even moms yet or don't even want to be moms that find you know our content relatable or inspiring or whatever. But we do want to say thank you to all of those that, you know, took the time out of their day to yeah. send us love. We love that. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Cheers thank you. you. <laughs> thank you to the thank little bitch that left us the shitty the review. One star review. You know, we just thought it was worth sharing. We're it was really laughing funny. it off because it, really it is funny. <laughs> the other thing we would wanted to share is, we really, really, really want to hear from you. Yes. So if there's a something on the podcast that you really love, you laughed, made you cry, I don't know. If you have or, a relatable re- story related to, that needs to be told. We want to know about it. Send us a DM and let us know how this podcast has, one, affected you. Mm-hmm. Um, or just share another funny, funny story and... One, I'm thinking we really want to maybe read some funny stories. Mm-hmm. You can also email us at hello at momsandmargs.com. Yes. Um, and we also recognize you might want to stay anonymous, which is totally okay. Just specify that to us. And yeah. We would, we would never pressure you to, you know, not be anonymous. So. Exactly. Just let us know. Um, 
So that was just a little housekeeping. Now I'm going to get on to uh, the drink. I'm sorry. It was just really funny. <laughs> to the drink of the episode because last time we failed and it was a pumpkin margarita and it wasn't it. Was, it. It wasn't it. That's okay, though, because this is – we made an apple it. cider margarita. I found a really great recipe. It is so freaking easy. We took our basic margarita mix and poured some apple cider juice in there. You have to specifically get apple cider juice. You can't yes. just get apple juice. Apple cider juice. And then we did triple sec, mm-hmm. which we've recognized is our secret weapon. Secret sauce. When it comes to margaritas yes. and making them ourselves. And then we just rimmed it with some um, sugar and cinnamon, sugar and cinnamon, and a little apple slice. Mm-hmm. And it is actually it's delicious. very delicious. It's actually dangerous. So good. Oh, so good. Anyway, we'll leave that recipe down in the show notes. So let's get into the episode. Today's episode is "It's Not You, It's Me." It's not you. It's me, Whitney. It's, yeah. It's not you. It's me. So (laughs) it's not you. It's me. Let's go into (laughs) what we mean by that. So our first um, question that we kind of want to kick this episode off with is when it comes to relationships, what type of significant other are we? So what kind of significant other are you, Whitney? What kind of girlfriend? So are you? (laughs) I would say, mm, I would say back in the day, back in my younger days, I say that I'm 25. (laughs) Such a young, (laughs) such a young gal. I was, I used to be very independent, I think. But then, you know, that one boy that just Mm. treats you like garbage makes you question everything there on out, right? Dirt. Yeah, yep. so I feel like I was pretty independent because I, I kind of knew what I did not want in a partner just from, you know, family dynamic. But as time progressed, I think I became very insecure, very, you know, jealous. I I wouldn't call myself a crazy girlfriend because – I don't believe in that. I don't believe there's crazy girlfriends. I think that behind every crazy girlfriend, there's an asshole guy that's gaslighting the fuck out of her. So Probably, I was ga- yes. I was gaslit a lot in uh, my relationships when I was younger. You could be on the crazy hot scale, though. Okay. Not you specifically, but just girls in general. Have you heard about the crazy hot scale? No. Tell me. The hotter the girl is, the crazier <gasps> she may be. Are you calling me hot? I mean, should we kiss? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, there's, I'll have to, there's a pie chart. There's like a whole graph. Oh my gosh. This is like, you're hot, the crazy, and then you could be like, now, now though, I accept it. I'm fucking nuts. Like, I am crazy. (laughs) But not in the, not in the weird, not in the weird, insecure way. I don't think that you are. Thank you. That's really nice. I think I just know what I've I want like now. I've been around with you and Brandon, and you definitely aren't. Oh, our dynamic has totally flip-flopped. <laughs> totally flip-flopped. I used to be very worrisome, very just I, – I would describe myself as insecure. That is actually really yeah. good, a really good depiction of who I used to be, I guess. 
as a significant other as well as non-confrontational. And we'll get in that later. But I need to ask you, what type of significant other were or are you? Yeah. So I would say, uh, I would say in high school, now looking back, definitely insecure as well. Mm -hmm. But I was really, really loyal to a fault. Totally. So loyal. So loyal. My boyfriend could literally treat me like trash, garbage, and say the meanest things. I want to change mine to that one. would say the meanest things to me and I would stay with this person. That's mm-hmm. why I was just loyal to a fault, I would say. But always very um, caring I, and giving and very thoughtful. Um, really, like, probably gave more than I should always. Oh, like, totally. way overly caring. Yeah. Um, that's. I feel like that's the type of girlfriend I am. And I would always – I remember, like, this is obviously high school, so, but I remember giving, like, a ton of gifts and putting a lot of mm-hmm. thought into them. Oh, me too. You know, making, like, whatever craft, scrapbook, I got I don't even know, writing a note, mm-hmm. just so much time and effort, and, but it was always very thoughtful, so mm-hmm. I feel like that was, but I think that the plays into gifts. the, yeah, but I think it plays into this, um, just overly loyal but I'm also right. like that's how I am as a person I'm very loyal you so, are you're um, a very loyal person <laughs> I would say that also plays out as me being a that's girlfriend so funny that, that's so funny <laughs> that you say that you just go above and beyond it just reminded me I was in high school whenever Brayden my husband was in college and he would somehow convince me to do his homework for him so <laughs> in like 10th and 11th grade, I was doing full-on college courses. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, who the – and if you ask me to do that now, uh, no. I would <laughs> Are you nuts? Yeah, but I don't know why. It was, say, it was like blind yeah. puppy love. Yeah, that's totally the best way to describe it. But I would say that's still true today for my mm-hmm. relationship with my husband. I'm very loyal and caring and giving, but mm-hmm. in – maybe healthier doses. <laughs> totally. That's actually a great way to put it is you still took some of that with you, the good mm-hmm. parts of that with you, but in a healthy way. And yeah. you know your boundaries now, I or at least I know my boundaries now for sure. Oh, absolutely. I feel like every relationship that you have throughout your life, you find more of yourself. Absolutely. You have oh. – honestly – to flourish in a relationship, I know people say this over and over, I feel like you have to find yourself and be sure of yourself to, you know, mm-hmm. give to another person. Yeah. Because you, if you don't have anything to give, you're, yeah. it's not going to – Well, it's not a – it's going to be a shitty relationship for sure, yeah. which is why maybe high school relationships are so so tough and dramatic. <laughs> um I mean, Hit or mine, mine were. But I feel like that leads us into a really great segue into our next question that we want to answer and chat about. What was the worst relationship you've been in? So I had two bad relationships. One was with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're... Oh, my God. <laughs> Shocker. I feel like it's like where the audience goes... <gasps> Yeah. So if you're new here, and I'm sorry if I keep fucking repeating this over and over, but if you're new here, my husband and I had a very 
up and down relationship whenever we were younger. We got together very young. We took a break, uh, got back together. I We dated people in between, you know, when we were... Br- my husband dated everyone. I dated this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, my husband dated everyone. So, anyway, ignoring that part. <laughs> but, you know what? I don't want to say he was the worst relationship I've been in because the person that I dated between he and mm-hmm. I yeah. made me realize that I was about to lose my soulmate. If that makes sense. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, if you've been in a relationship where you were younger, obviously you don't know who the fuck you are. I didn't know who I was. He didn't know who he was. You know, we had to split ways and figure out who we were before we could come back together and grow. If that makes sense. He wasn't the greatest person to me whenever we were trying to get back together he was still in this like playboy phase and i was still trying to act cool Mm -hmm. and like carefree like i'm just this independent girl i don't care when in reality (laughs) you're trying to play it cool yeah i'm getting crushed on the inside because i'm actually getting treated like shit yeah you know but i do want to get into the relationship that i had between mine and my husband's relationship if that makes sense Wait, can I ask a question? Yes. How um how long was the break? Or the, how long, I guess, yeah. Well, how long was the break? <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> or a break up. I guess it wasn't no, yeah. a break, right? It was, oh yeah. Like it was, it was a solid a break, break up. up. How long was it in Sorry, between? Sorry, that was you? that was my friend's reference. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, tr- like confession, I tell this to Whitney all the time. Like I don't watch Friends. Isn't that upsetting? Um, I don't watch Friends, and so it makes me I'm really sorry. Sick. I'm sorry. Violently don't hate sick. me. Don't hate me. <laughs> anyway, she didn't even just get my joke. So whatever. <laughs> we were broken up for I would say a year or a year and a half. Okay. Say. Okay, that's and a pretty solid amount of time. Yes. So. If you knew me when I was younger, I was a very, you know, I described this. I was a very insecure girl. I was always the girl that had a boyfriend. And I think you said you were like that too. Always the girl that had a boyfriend. Yes. And that's just a part of me. I can't be, I can't give love to someone unless I'm fully committed to that person. I don't, I never. I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm all in or it's nothing. I, I'm not a person that yeah. – I'm not a good, like, dater. No. I'm not good at dating. I really did try to do the date yeah. thing, like, the the hookup scene, but I, I couldn't. It was so – it made me feel like trash. I would – and I am so jealous of those people that can do it. I have so many friends that oh, are just so, so – many friends that are So secure great. with their sexuality. Yeah. And I'm so jealous of that. But that was just me. I just had to, you know, be or have some sort of love for someone to be with with them, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I dated someone in, you know, during that one year or one and a half year break pretty quickly after Brayden and I or my husband and I, boyfriend at the time, I guess, had broken up. And it just was one of those relationships where I think he and I were looking for other people in each other. Yeah. Because he had gotten out of this super long relationship. And I had just gotten out of this super long relationship. And I think we were both trying to fill this void. Yeah. And that's 
the fucking worst. Terrible. The fucking worst. I don't even, I don't think we were actually like that much actually into each other. Attracted to each other. Yeah. yeah. I would find myself wanting to, you know, be touchy feely because right. Brayden is Brayden is very touchy feely. He yeah. loves physical touch. He loves, you is know, that his love language. Oh, it totally is. It totally is. He loves being touched. He loves, you know, the flirty, playful stuff. And I would find myself wanting to give that because I was so used to that and him being like, what? Like, get get off of me. What are you doing? <laughs> there was specifically this one time in the car where I wanted to, you know, hold his hand and lean my head up against yeah. his shoulder. And he was, while you were driving. Yeah. It, or while he, he was, was driving. driving. Yeah. And he's get. I'm driving. Get <laughs> off of me. <laughs> like, what are what you doing? Are you, excuse me, what are you doing? It was just very, it was also long distance and we would go weeks without seeing each other. I think I counted. Long distance? Oh, oh totally. It yeah. was, I, but I didn't, I didn't feel bad or, you know, that longing while we were apart. Away. Yeah. It was just this void that I was trying to fill. Yeah. And I think that's the worst because I wasted a lot of his time and, you know, vice versa. He wasted a lot of my time, but it helped me grow as a person. And I'd like to think that it helped him. I probably didn't, but <laughs> I like to think that I changed. I mean, a man, right? I was, I was pretty shitty. <laughs> Made him for the better. I was pretty shitty in that relationship. <laughs> I, you know what? I was probably the more shitty one, but he was kind of an asshole. Like he didn't like my His husband. Mutual assholeness. Yeah, but my husband <laughs> now. You know, if I put on something scandalous and want to go out, he's like, damn, you look good. I can't wait for guys to buy you free drinks at the bar. <laughs> but he supports my sexuality. <laughs> Whereas this other relationship before, you know, I get married, he would be like, why are you wearing that? You look slutty. Like that type of thing. Ugh. And I don't That's like that. gross. No, I don't like that. Or if I would go out with friends, you know, the jealous, yeah. what are you doing? Why are you blah, blah, blah? Where are you blah, blah, blah? Like that type of thing. I just, it just wasn't my vibe, especially because on my end, I was completely fine, mm -hmm. you know, being alone, you know, having that internal, I'm in a relationship and we see each other when we can, but totally fine with, without us seeing each other. Yeah. I don't know. He also, he also, whenever... I wanted to break things off because, well, okay, it had been like a year or so, and he started talking about moving in together and proposing to me, and I had played into mm -hmm. it a little bit, you know, oh, I, I want this ring and blah, 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 and then I just woke up one day and thought, what the fuck am I doing? I don't love this guy. Like, I love the idea of this person, and that is so fucked up yeah. for me to waste his time and for him to waste my time. You know, that's not fair to either one of us. So I, I just remember waking up one day and my depression was really bad at that point. And I told him, like, I don't even love myself. You know, it's not I you, even, it's me. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> I don't even love myself. Like, I I can't love another person, you know, if I don't love my, that type of yeah. thing. And he kind of used my mental health against me. Like, oh, you'll come crawling back. You, Ew. you can't survive without me type Bark. of mentality. Yeah. So that was really disheartening. And there was a lot in between, but overall we just weren't meant for each other and we wasted a lot of each other's time. And I think that's the fucking worst. Yeah. I, I really do think that was the worst other than, you know, my husband, 
treating me like garbage while we were dating (laughs) and but he but he and I grew together it's not I wasn't an angel you know I did some pretty shitty things to him too in retaliation yeah but both were to blame yeah right overall that was the worst because we we just wasted each other's time and we didn't really love each other you know so that's true enough about me (laughs) <laughs> what, what was the worst relationship you've been in? God, how much I'm time so, do we have? Because I'm so I could go on for a long time about the worst relationship I've been in. So let let me just paint the picture here. I think I mentioned this on an, a previous podcast, but I used to live in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. And cool girl. I <laughs> attended an American high school, okay, mm-hmm. and each class – each grade, should I say, had probably roughly around 30 kids per grade. Mm-hmm. You did have to speak English to go to the school, but there was all sorts of types of people from other countries and um, lots of different cultures. And di- it was a very diverse group of mm-hmm. kids that went to school there. And so before I went, before we decided to move, we went and toured like tour toured around Costa Rica. I found we found like where we're gonna live and went to um went to this high school to tour the high school to make sure that that was where I wanted to go to high school. Mm-hmm. And was it love at first sight? Okay, it was kind of stalkerish <laughs> oh, okay. at first sight. So <laughs> apparently I was this is what happened. I was touring the high school and the probably one of the few American boys that went to school there saw me and I don't remember talking to him. He didn't say hi to me. I do remember he ran into a sign because he was looking at me <laughs> oh and ran into God. a sign. What a lifetime movie. Right? So funny. Um, but this is also when – do you remember MSN Messenger? Uh, Yes. Okay. So this is when that was uh, like the rage. Not AIM. Okay, I mean I was I on was... AIM but like MSN Messenger specifically. Oh. Did you not? No, I didn't have that one. I had AIM or AIM or whatever it's called. Um, Well – let me know if anyone listening had a message. <laughs> um, it was basically like aim, but a little bit more elevated. Like you could webcam at Ooh, that point. What? And yeah, like you could video each other and um, you could make like video calls to each other. So it was a little what? bit more maybe like futuristic at yeah. that point in time. Oh my gosh. Um, so anyways, he somehow found me on MSN Messenger. Have no okay. idea how because it's. I didn't – I maybe, like, had one person that I talked to that entire day when I got – when I took a tour. Mm-hmm. So he started talking to me. Basically, basically what happened, he claimed me before I even got – went to school oh my there. Oh, goodness. Thank, I mean, thankfully, he was probably the cute – one of the cutest boys that went to school. So that's great. Were but you, we basically were already dating by the time I came to school Because there. y'all were chatting it up online? Mm-hmm. Oh, my – okay. Yeah. But what if it wasn't him? That's dangerous. Very dangerous. It was him, though. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to you, it was him. Oh, my god. So goodness. then this is – oh, so scandalous. So he was just bad news right away. Um, Not right away, but – Very possessive right away. Very possessive. Oh, my God. Red flag. But he was possessive the enti- our t- entire relationship. I couldn't even talk to any of the boys in my grade. He was a oh grade. He was two grades above me. And so none of the boys would talk to me because they knew that he would get mad at them even <gasps> if they talked to me. And he and they I mean that's he would fair. get mad at me. If that's one time terrible. one time at school we were in such a toxic relationship that we would sometimes push each other <laughs> when we would Kelsey. fight. I know it's bad. 
we would push each other. Like I, you know, he would be holding me and talking to me. I'd be like, get off of me. Like, you know, get off of me. I don't want you on top of me or like go away. Mm -hmm. Just push him away. And a teacher saw one time and we got like a talking to. (laughs) Domestic violence. (laughs) Okay. But that's not okay. No, it wasn't. No. Oh my God. No. That's the thing. This, that's what I'm saying. This relationship was the worst relationship I've ever been in. It was so toxic. Passion. Um, no, toxic. Just plain toxic. <laughs> so toxic. I couldn't talk to it. Basically, I only had – I had, like, a few girlfriends. I mean, mm-hmm. there wasn't a lot of options well, he for probably, friends. Yeah. He, well, but, he probably thought, you know, you can't hang out with that girl because she's bad news or whatever. Was uh, he like that? No, but it was more like I was hanging out with him all the time, so I couldn't make oh. friends. Does that make sense? No, that was um, definitely on purpose. Yeah, too. like we would hang out all the time and um I wouldn't really ever have like sleepovers with girls or like just go out hang out with my friends because we would always be doing something. It could been have been very two way though, like I was um yeah, needing you were, him you were so much. That as well. Yeah. Um, and so I just remember I'm pretty sure like every day I would cry. Like Every single oh, day I cried. Oh, my goodness. I'm not even kidding. Um, one day he dropped me off at my house. He didn't have a car, but – or maybe he was – actually, he did. He, did he, he have a driver? No, he 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 didn't have a driver, but he <laughs> drove uh, – for whatever reason, he I remember him driving, um, oh. and I remember him dropping me off. This is such a vivid memory for me, and I don't know why, but I, I guess I maybe do because it's kind of emotional. But oh um, I was crying. We were fighting about something. We fought all the time, mm-hmm. fighting all the time. About, like, I don't even remember what about, to be honest. He just – I think we both got e- under each other's skin so easily. And he basically told me, he was like, you need to go see someone. You're <gasps> emotionally, like, unstable. You need to go see someone. And I <laughs> – Gaslighting 101. I'm true. I was so devastated oh. that he told me that. And – very well. Like, yes, I probably could have used some therapy. <laughs> I mean, because of, my of life. him. What a but psycho. He was so psycho. And uh, I, that's what I'm saying. I have like so many fucking stories about our relationship. Mm-hmm. I remember one time I found out he actually kissed another girl. Um, and he told me, but it, and and I don't know why, but I stayed with him. Like <gasps> didn't he we make stayed it together? Did he make it seem like it was your fault or um, you could have done something to prevent? I don't that? remember. I remember he told me he kissed this girl that he's really good friends with oh at this party. And I remember I was supposed to go to this party and he told me not to go. Um, and then <laughs> I come to find out, obviously, like he was Hello? kissing other yeah. girls. And then he or this specific one girl who's kissing one girl. Um, and then as the story played out, my friends were telling me all of my friends were there, which Again, I don't know why none of my friends would tell me this, but they said, oh, yeah, I saw him holding hands with her and, like, they were all over each other. And, like, why wouldn't you tell me? Tell me. Maybe maybe they knew you wouldn't leave him. I mean, oh my god! Actually, that's probably such a good point. They probably they probably knew that I would be like, whatever. I still love him. Yeah, and that's what happened anyway. Devil's advocate. No, that's so true. That's what happened. I stayed with him. Um. This gets so juicy. Oh, my God. I can't even. So then <laughs> he's older than me. Uh-huh. He, um, he's going to graduate high school, and mm-hmm. I'm a sophomore at this mm-hmm. point and going to be a junior. And it's time for us to move back to America also. 
And so it was this big question on would Long we stay distance? together? Oh my God. <laughs> would we not stay together? Do we want to stay together? He ended up moving into my house with me back to, <gasps> to Arizona. And You're kidding. No. I didn't know this. He lived at my house um, and he went to college here. And I was a junior in high, high school. And oh my gosh, he, yeah, he lived, he lived with us. How did you get your parents to agree to that? Uh, well, he, we actually spent the, the night at each other's houses all the time. Like oh. my parents let us sleep in the same bed. No, we were not allowed to sleep in the same bed, but you snuck. I mean, of course I would sneak into his room at night. You yeah. were in love, love. I thought this was it. I thought this was the person I was going to be with forever, even though it was such a toxic relationship. And we would – I would cry every day <laughs> and be – and um, the craziest thing that's ever happened, because I was telling you that sometimes our outfights would escalate, mm-hmm. he would just say the meanest things to mm-hmm. me. I probably would say mean things back, but he would just say – terrible well, things on about your side, me it was to probably me. responsive you know yeah no he just called me names and just was super manipulative Aww. and terrible like definitely emotional abuse for sure mm-hmm. um but one time so i told you that i wasn't allowed to talk to the boys in my grade yeah and there was this boy um he <laughs> and i were friends and my boyfriend at the time would get super jealous if we ever talked to each other or just had any communication contact whatsoever. And there was this one time we were staying at a hotel together, we, me and my boyfriend. We were staying at this resort, just me and him. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Again, in high school. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so we were staying at this resort, and I don't know. Also, I think a lot of our fights were because we were we were drunk most of the time. We were drunk Kelsey, a lot of the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so – we were drinking and we both were, I think, pretty intoxicated. And when I get intoxicated, I get really sassy already. Mm-hmm. Um, but he brought up something like how I was a whore and just how a slut. He was like, You're such a fucking slut, is how? what he said. And I said, Do not call me a slut or I'm gonna slap you across <gasps> the face. And he was like, You're a fucking slut. And I, I slapped him. Oh, okay. Neither are okay, but justified. <laughs> Uh, I've never slapped anyone in my entire life. I can't imagine by the way. you slapping someone. <laughs> Did you laugh afterwards? No, I was crying. No, you, were, you were like a devastated. boss. Were you like a boss bitch afterwards? Like, like slap him and do the finger like, don't you ever. <laughs> I think I probably did. And then I was crying in the corner probably Aww. after that. He was, this was also the type of relationship you said we were going to. You, you were like, you thought this was it. Yes, mm-hmm. he gave me a promise ring. Oh, my gosh. You're okay. <laughs> the events that happened within that relationship, high school, a.k.a. high school, because you were in Costa Rica, I feel like <laughs> it. you guys had the mentality. I mean, you guys were obviously immature, but the scenarios are so much like a college atmosphere. Oh, like so a thousand crazy. percent. And that's what I was saying. I think a lot of our heightened emotions were – you guys were drunk. We were drunk and wasted. I was also on probably not the right birth control. That's probably why I was crying 
literally every day. Oh my God. I was just very emotional. Just fucked up and situation. just in high school, like you're just fucking emotional. You in don't high know school. who you are. And, you yeah. think you literally think you know it is the end of the fucking world. And totally. So I um we obviously we broke up, but <laughs> he we broke no. up because he he moved away. Um, Not because you deserved better, but because he moved away. Yes. So oh he moved away um, to Canada to go. I think – well, that was where his best friend was from. Mm-hmm. And I think, honestly, he moved away at the time because he felt – I think he was feeling like I was feeling every day. Like, this isn't what I want. Right. I don't want to be with this person the rest of my life. Right. And kind of having this intense anxiety over it. But he was – at the point in his life where he could choose to move away, mm-hmm. he was going to college, um, and if and he could make those decisions, yeah, to so that was physically his leave opportunity, um, yeah, which is good for you too. At the time, it was probably devastating. Yeah, but oh, it gets so much better. What? So we end up breaking up. Uh-huh. Um, he then starts dating. So his best friend was dating this country singer. What? And the country singer had a sister, and they were a country singing band together. Who? I don't remember their name. I, like, would tell you. I do not remember their name for the life of me. But so he started dating her immediately as soon as he got there. Like, somehow I feel like they were already talking and dating. Like, totally. And so, um, but probably throughout the rest of my high school until I met different guy basically mm-hmm. him and I would talk on and off and be very much like I love you I miss you let's get back together mm-hmm. while he was dating this girl <gasps> this girl ended up writing a song about me called shut <laughs> up what called girl in Arizona <laughs> Kelsey why ha- why don't I know this I don't know what it's so funny can we look it up I don't remember. I used to have the lyrics saved in an uh, email because he sent it to me. That's the only reason why I knew. Okay, what he an asshole. He sent it to me. He found, like, I guess she found a bunch of notes and all this inappropriate messages between us. And I think there's maybe a YouTube. I think she sung it at one point. She had a song about me. And then um, I kind of feel like they were on the cusp of being like a Taylor Swift but just didn't make it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. This, girl band um we were so it was just such a toxic relationship he we would always screw each other up like at the moments in life where it just was so shitty he would continue to always message me about on my birthday or christmas and just be like happy merry christmas or happy birthday just like a constant reminder just a constant reminder he was always constantly like coming back i actually one time sent him this is how just this is how fucked up we were i sent him a fucking boomerang Mm-hmm. That had our names engraved in it because Kelsey, what? <laughs> because I was like, our relationship is like a boomerang. We're always gonna, we always find our way back to each other, and it was at that point in time we did. That's a thought. That's a thoughtful gift. That's what I'm saying. I'm very thoughtful, but so wrong person. <laughs> yeah, wrong person. Um, he was just a toxic, toxic, toxic person. Um, I wish him well. <laughs> You guys, I'm trying. Person. I'm trying to find this this song. I can't find it right now, but I will. There was just I could go. Like I said, I don't have enough time to explain to you all the just crazy stories that you I've know what? been through with him specifically. 
if you have a really shitty ex-boyfriend or boyfriend <laughs> story, DM us on Instagram and we would love to share or love to just talk about it because we've got to make Kelsey feel better about this. <laughs> like, this is insane. I thought my shit was like annoying that is crazy i'm so glad you're not with him he, how embarrassing i think all of my friends hated me because he was so you, shitty you know what's crazy though i feel like i was that girl too i was just you so, know i was so day. obsessed with him well yeah it was an obsession i'm sure you feel like this too where and i know you probably know another girl like this where she's like oh that poor girl she just doesn't even know like she just can't get a grip She's so obsessed. She doesn't even know what she's in for, like that type of thing. Uh, you almost feel bad for her. I feel like I was that girl at one point. So do we want to get into our relationships before our spouse? I already described mine. It just wasn't a good time. It We were wasting oh. each other's time, essentially. But okay, so I get to talk more? <laughs> <laughs> what? Just in a quick synopsis, why didn't it work out with the guy – that you were with before your spouse? I think it's going to lead into our next question. So okay. I feel like I'm going to tell it's not a quick synopsis. Okay. Well, it can be. It's not <laughs> like the relationship wasn't that special. That sounds right. really bad. But um, I met him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have some like great stories. <laughs> I met him on Facebook. What is up with you meeting okay. men online? He's the only – what do you mean? He's the only one – oh, are you yeah. talking about the, the messenger? The messenger. Okay. T- okay. So, but you know how – um, <laughs> ugh, God. Okay, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> you know how – I think Facebook used to do this, but it, they used to say – like they used to recommend friends to you. Oh, they still do that. They do that, but it's not as, I feel like, as intense Curated. as it used to be. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I do want to point out your husband is the only person you've actually met in person this before. Is, this is true. He so, is the only person I've met in person before relationship. relationships. Yes. And we we actually were the only people that were – I was actually friends with him before, before we started dating too. Oh, that's great. Um, so anything that says something. But we will get into that in a second. Yes. Um, so for, for the – this person in particular, <laughs> he met him on Facebook. It was under the recommended friends. And my best friend saw, I think it actually came up for her. And she, I think honestly, she was just trying to find me anyone to Aww, get over this, this guy. other guy because I kept just, again, we broke up and I probably cried every day <sighs> when we broke up too. It was terrible, you guys. Um, so I think she was just trying to be a good friend and be mm-hmm. like, hey, look at this cute guy. Oh, Go try yeah. to talk to him. We started dating. This is where, looking back, this always gets – I being a mom now and raising mm-hmm. a daughter, I would oh not gosh. let her do this. But there's probably a lot of things I wouldn't let her do that I was allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Sorry uh, <laughs> to my daughter. <laughs> but um, he was in college mm-hmm. and I was – I was a senior, so I guess that's helpful, but I was only yeah. 17. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're was young, a young for senior. Your yeah. He was a sophomore in college. That, um, that's like the I think the age difference between Brayden and I. Yeah, I guess it's just a little it's not bit that bad. I mean, I feel like it's a different dynamic meeting someone in college mm-hmm. when you're in high school versus when you're right. in high school and they go off to college. That's true. Um, that's true. 
because he was already at such a maybe a different point in his life totally. um when we met because he's already in he's already halfway through college right and i am just this high school trying to figure out chick. what i even want to do with my life right. in high school still um so we started dating and we went on our first date and i don't know i think i just really we just really hit it off i think i really um enjoyed he was so sweet and nice Mm -hmm. and he helped me in a lot of ways get over obviously this terrible toxic relationship i was in we also had like a lot to process together because of that i like when we fought i used to fight like really mean because i was used to being like having to protect myself and be defensive and was like why are you so fucking psycho when we fight that's so crazy because i feel like that literally is the epitome of you know they say you know they say people are either a lesson or a blessing Mm -hmm. i feel like that was a lesson you had to learn yeah you know he taught you like i used to be one of those people that would just walk away Mm -hmm. wouldn't want to continue the conversation because i feel like i would explode Mm -hmm. just very high Toxic. energy t- fighting yeah. where it was it was it went it got so escalated and he'd be like why are you yelling at me but you were in <laughs> you were in fight mode because you were used because that's that. what i was used to so i there was a lot that he helped me work through in terms of just how to be a good partner yeah for sure um we ended up dating for three years and throughout those three years i would sometimes pause and take a moment and say is this the person I want to be with the rest of my mm-hmm. life? And you know, I now this is this is so true. Listen to anyone out there that is going through like not sure about relationships. Mm-hmm. If your mom does not like the person, it's a sign. Mm-hmm. It's a it's it's a sign. My mom would ask me That's all so the time, true. "Are you sure? Are you sure you want to be with the, this person for the rest of your life? Could you handle?" his flaws Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And I would just be like, well, awestruck. (laughs) Awestruck, like, "Uh, yes. And I'd always say yes because – You didn't want to face the I didn't want to face what was going on internally and say, no, mom, I don't want to be with this person. And then she'd be like, well – what are you, you doing? What are you going to do idiot. about it? Yeah. Well, because even, so, you know, at the time, we know everything. Yeah. You know. Well, exactly. So we dated for three years. I would have these moments of, I don't know if I want to be with him. Mm-hmm. Um, they would come up. What was really shitty, though, is I started college. Um, obviously, I was a freshman, and we dated through me being a junior. Mm-hmm. And a Aww. lot of my college experience was taken away because he – didn't think parties – not that partying is a part of your college experience, but, like, you're I really social, wanted – You're a very social yes, person. I really wanted to join a sorority when I was mm-hmm. freshman, and I didn't because he said sororities are stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, it just was a different – I probably would have made a lot of different choices if we weren't together mm-hmm. um, going into college. Probably would have had a maybe more fulfilling first half of my college experience mm-hmm. together. Um, but anyways, so we ended up breaking up, but that plays into me, me and my husband's story, which was yes. why I was like, they're kind of a little bit connected. Yes. It is a little scandalous, this story. Spooky. <laughs> so I met my husband in math class, and at the time I was dating this other guy. We mm-hmm. were in a three-year relationship, very serious. Um, but at this point, you guys were having ups and downs, and you were actually coming to terms with what the fuck am I doing? Um, I wouldn't say right. I wouldn't say not right, right when then. I met 
Matt, no. Okay. Um, I would say there would be moments, yes, where I'd be like, panic attack, I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but I would still be very committed. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm a loyal, <laughs> loyal you person. See, you see a project <laughs> through to the end. So um, I think at the time, I, it was probably one of those moments where I felt very good about our relationship and was not looking at all mm-hmm. for anybody else. Um and so I met Matt. We became really good friends. He helped tutor me, which mm-hmm. sounds like sounds a little weird and strange, but, but if you he... knew your husband, <laughs> they were actually studying. No, we really were. <laughs> I had a boyfriend, and I used to tell my boyfriend at the time, like, "This guy's just—I'm just going to study with this guy just so I can pass my class. Yeah. Like, it's nothing more than that." Well, he's super smart too. I'd be so. using him yeah. to get ahead in this class. Like, don't worry. And Matt probably knew the whole time. Yeah. So me and Matt became really good friends because we would study together all the time um, mm-hmm. as you would when you study, you talk and mm-hmm. about whatever else. So we became really, really good friends. And um, eventually uh, we became – it was the summer. That was spring semester. Then it was the summer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really talk to Matt very much that summer, mm-hmm. I would say. Maybe like maybe a few messages here and there, but nothing – substantial at all. Nothing that I remember, should I say. Um, But in the meantime, I had a boyfriend. I worked three hours away from him Mm -hmm. and I barely saw him. He never visited me where he had multiple opportunities to visit me. He would never visit me. I had to go visit him at some points in the summer. Just no effort. There was no effort. And that was kind of our whole relationship. I always felt like I was making this the biggest effort and Mm -hmm. he would we would always do things that made him happy mm-hmm. and never would do things that made me happy. Or he even go out of his way to ask right. you, like, well, what do you want to do? Right. We would always do things that made him happy. And none of the things that made him happy were things that made me happy. Probably exhausting. Um, yeah. And so I never felt like I could really feel happy or excited or fulfilled in the mm-hmm. relationship because we never did things that I loved. Yeah. Um, whereas in a normal relationship, you should have compromise and you should meet in the middle. And sometimes you do things you want to do and sometimes well, your you partner- do should want to please you. Yeah. Um, exactly. In they should want to one. make you <laughs> And so anyway, so um he then the fall semester happened and I saw Matt and um we started, I guess, reconnecting and being mm-hmm. friends, still dating this guy. There was a few moments in time where some of our friends, even when they were around us, me and Matt, they would ask, like, do you like Matt? Right. Or like, why not type of thing. And I'd be like, no, me and Matt are just friends. I would push Matt onto other my other girlfriends and mm-hmm. be like, date this guy. He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. Because. And at one point <laughs> they're like, why don't you date him? Yeah. But I had this boyfriend. I have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm not into this guy. Like we, me and him are just friends. Um, And then Matt is in a fraternity. He went on a date party. Or sorry, there was going to be a date party. And I had said, who are you going with? Mm-hmm. And he didn't have a date. And he said to me, I actually want to take you. And so I asked my boyfriend <laughs> if I could have permission to go on this date with Matt. And, of course, my boyfriend at the time was said, like, what the fuck? No, he said, what oh, the fuck? really? Why would – you go on a date with somebody. He was very really? upset. Oh. And then I said, you know what? You're right. 
I'm in the wrong here. I made it feel I made Matt feel like it was okay to ask, to ask. me and that is my bad and I'm a bad person now. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is true. Love. We actually took a break after this. Oh, me because and you were like, I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe we should take a break. He suggested it. Oh, oh, that was a perfect get out of jail free card. For he him. suggested we take a break. And then probably a few weeks later, we actually broke up. We okay. had a, but it was a very mutual breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, this is a training point. We could either not break up and or continue, continue to work at this and not know if it's going to ever go anywhere mm-hmm. right. or we could break up and maybe that would be better best for us yeah. you know so um it was probably like a 3 hour breakup it was really long oh dramatic um, <laughs> it's hard breaking up with someone you've been dating for 3 years totally um you know it's not a hard, it's not a light conversation right. for sure and so yeah we Broke up, and then I cried for probably an hour. I didn't sleep that night, and the next morning I asked Matt if he had a date for his date party yet, and that I still really wanted to go with him. And then, and then the rest is history. We've been together ever since. <laughs> a love story. A so, true love story. I guess story. a little bit scandalous in a way because you were a taken woman. I was a taken woman, and right. I had feelings for another man right. for a while. So. We took a brief intermission, <laughs> and we went du- dumpster diving, if you will, into the deep internet's interwebs, and found the song that we were talking about earlier that a country singer wrote about Kelsey. Country band. Country band. Her and her girl band. Sister. Wrote about Kelsey, and if, you know, if you about- forgot, it's called Girl in Arizona. <laughs> We did a deep Honestly, dive. you're not going to find it if you just Google Girl no, in Arizona. No, not though. at all. You're not going to find we it. We did a deep dive. It, it was posted 10 years ago. And I told Kelsey this, and I'll tell you this. I mean, it was kind of a bop. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was kind of a good song. However, they had me in the first part because they were like, you're a shitty guy, blah, blah, blah. But then... <laughs> they were saying something along the lines of forget her i forgive you forget her and they lost me in the second half <laughs> but it was a good song. honestly i feel like it actually said a lot of true things it in did the lyrics. It, it did the, um, I, because we we were very much talking heavily when right. we started dating this other girl so I think yeah. they should have placed a little bit more blame on him, and she should have known her worth. You know what? The, we, it, it all relates. The, it she all... should have known her worth as well and left his ass, which she probably did um, soon after that. I don't know why they broke up. I have no I, idea I'm why they broke sure up. I'm sure you were a very mm, big part of that. I would imagine. <laughs> it makes so much sense why he would have sent that to you, because that is like his proof of love for you, just manipulating you even I more. I wasn't sure why he sent it. I never That's could figure totally it out. That's totally why. Because I, I wasn't sure if he was trying to say, haha, like, No, Haha. I don't think so. I think he was trying to say, like, look, look at how much I love you. I, I never thought about it that way. He totally. When I, that's totally why he sent he, it to you. We would email each other. Oh, my God. Well, because we would email each other because I don't Secret. think he wanted my text messages <gasps> to be on his phone. 
Wow. Scheming. This is, this is why I have – this is – that Scheming. relationship was so toxic, so scandalous. It was so toxic for way too long. Way too long. Even after the relationship was over. Okay, but I need – you need to understand that that's why he showed you the song and told you that it existed. I didn't – that's so crazy because – now, now I totally get it. Was get another it, ma- but manipulation. I th- no, that's what I say. I feel like he sent it to manipulate me even more. Yes, and make me feel bad. I felt terrible. I felt terrible. That wasn't your responsibility. Because the though. other thing is, he kept saying to me, which I'm sure he said this to her. Mm-hmm. Um, he kept saying, "It's over. Like I'll mm-hmm. break up with her. I'll break up with her and be with you. I love you." She even you. said that in the song. Yeah, she did. She said it in the song. So. She called Kelsey pretty in the song. So like. Well, she I'm said my pretty little finger. But she called you pretty nonetheless. Take the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I do think they were on the cusp of being pretty famous. You guys, they they were um, represented by Big Sky, uh, Big Sky. What is it? Big Sky Productions. Productions or records or Big whatever. Big Sky Records. I think so. Yeah. They, yeah, they were big time. You, your song could have been on the top 100. Think about that. God damn it. Because of some piece. Of- and it would have been even more fucked up. <laughs> because of some piece of shit guy. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Well, I told you guys we would find it and we found it. Last time I'm going to say it, it was kind of a bop, but it's over. We're moving past it. It's fine. Um, I'm so glad you're not married to him because oh my what God. would we do? I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I for sure thought I was going to get married. And like I said, I, to- I said before, your mama is always right. I remember my mom. My mom and I would get into fights. <gasps> no. Yeah. Like, we would be so mad at each other because Aww. over him, because he was so mean to me. And, you know, she just wanted. She just wanted you to know. I remember when life. we actually broke up. When we officially broke up, I obviously was crying. Mm-hmm. He was driving away to Canada or oh my whatever. God, so dramatic. And I was sobbing on my bathroom floor because I feel like that's maybe always where you end up when you have a, a heartache. Mm-hmm. And she walked in and she was, why are you crying? <laughs> She's like, this is a day of rejoice. Why are you crying? And um, I was like, you're awful. <laughs> you don't understand the love we have. You're awful. That uh, is so funny. You know. We found the song. It was worth it. It was worth it. That was so intense listening to that. Like, so many. Are you okay? I was pure joy, but I didn't even check on you. I'm sorry. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I am totally fine. I was, it, I was just. It was weird listening to it because I feel like it brought me back to such a weird. I'm so sorry. I was literally no, 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 over no. here bopping and, <laughs> and I'm like, damn, good song. No, not in like it. It was like a place of like, wow. What an idiot was I was. So crazy. Yeah. A, or just a shitty guy he was. It was such a crazy time of my emotionally <laughs> in my life. Hello. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. Um, but still, nonetheless, it was hilarious that we found it. I definitely, that was. 10 out of 10. Worth it. So great. How did you know your spouse was the one? So it's crazy because, you know, you and I have mentioned over and over, you had this moment of, oh my God, is this person that I need to spend the rest of my life with? Or am I going to end up with this person? Or what if he's not the one? You know, the amount of highs and lows that my husband and I had while we were dating, that never crossed my mind, if that makes sense. The relationship Mm -hmm. I had in between mine and his on and offness 
I always had that gut feeling or just like numbness of this is going, but I don't really care where it's going. Yeah. And then all of a sudden came to the realization of what the fuck? Like, what is happening? I don't want to marry this person. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to move to Podunk, wherever the fuck, with this person. <laughs> like, it, there was just like this gut feeling that I had. I will not forget this. He took me to where he wanted to move. And we looked at apartments, just like drove around. You know, we didn't officially look at apartments, but we had talked about, oh, you know, we could live in this area or whatever. And I remember like just having this sick feeling in my stomach, like, what am I doing? And I think shortly after that, you know, the marriage talk started to get heavier. And then I just kind of woke up and thought, you're an idiot. What yeah. are you doing? But I never had that. That's such a hard realization. Yeah. It takes a lot of bravery. Yeah. I never had Strength. that feeling with my husband. I never, ever, ever had that feeling with my husband. And there was just something about knowing that he, I never doubted ever in my mind that he didn't love me or didn't think I was, you know, his soulmate. I it's so crazy because the way I describe our love is passionate and that's such a weird icky word like a awkward word for me to say I would never use it in another you know any other way to describe anything <laughs> passionate. unless unless I was I like being that. like sarcastic but like we've always been very passionate about each other whether that be passionate in the most beautiful way possible or passionate in a very toxic way. We obviously grew a lot together and that means the world to me. That was such a telltale sign that he was the one, you know, and although he wasn't like the best partner throughout our entire relationship, whenever we had Bristol, you know, he became this person obviously we're going together you know but I had this realization of I will never accept anything less than I deserve which that is such a terrible thing I should have realized this way beforehand obviously it shouldn't have taken me to to have a child to realize my worth but it's hard to it's hard yeah as soon as you know we had our child together I don't want my child to go through the heartache that I went through, the ups and downs that I went through, the passion of, you know, the beautiful passion and the toxic passion. I don't want her to go through that. I want her to see the beautiful or whatever. So after we had our daughter, I just came to this realization, you know, I have boundaries. I will never be treated like this again. Although we, we had spent years, you know, on a perfect path before we had our daughter together. I just remember having this realization of I will never be treated like this again or else, you know, I'm gone. I will never like just just boundaries in general. I realize my worth and I I just really value he and I growing together. If that makes sense. No, I I can't really say that. I can't really pinpoint one exact thing about him that makes me know that he's the one other than I've never, ever, ever questioned in the entirety of me knowing him that 
I shouldn't be with him or we weren't meant that that's a better way of putting it. We weren't meant to be in each other's lives. Yeah. And right. he is the type of person that brings out the best in me. And he makes me wholeheartedly believe that things happen for a reason. You know, going back to people are either a lesson mm-hmm. or a blessing. He wholeheartedly makes me believe in that. And just overall makes me want to be a better person. So I think, I don't know, I think that's why he's Aww. the one. I can't, I can't, it's crazy because <laughs> I can't really pinpoint a one thing. There's so many things. Well, you guys but... have been, I feel like, also together for so long. Mm-hmm. And you do a lot, you did a lot of growing just as people totally. from, the mo- from the time that you first met each other to now. There's mm-hmm. just been so many life moments so, yeah just in terms of growing as a person yes. individually and I'm sure that that was definitely hard but yeah. at the same time it you know it's worked out in your favor yes. too and it I don't want to romanticize it because it was a lot of hard fucking work but uh god it was so worth it in the end it's so funny because he has been you know we've been together I say together loosely because obviously we've been on and off, but we've been together for so long. He has been through every single like phase, quote yeah. unquote, phase of my life. You know, I was into super punkish music, or I was, <laughs> you know, or the side swept bangs with the heavy <laughs> eyeliner, or the preppy clothes, the chevron bubble necklace bullshit. Like yeah. he's been through every single phase I've ever had and I just think that's so funny but also I'm very grateful for that but also sometimes I'm not grateful for that because you know what I I don't want to say that I'm grateful that we had that time apart to figure out who exactly who we were you needed that little moment oh yeah to take a breath yeah you know if you would have stayed with that guy you would have never known who else was out there or you know what I mean? We had to experience oh other people. Absolutely. That's what it is. We had to experience other people to appreciate each other. Yeah. And that was a big thing for us is, you know, both of us having a fear of missing out. And I think we took that time FOMO. to, yeah, <laughs> took that time to realize that we're not missing out on anything. True FOMO. No, we're, we're each other's everything. Aww. Oh my God. So sappy. I love that. Okay. So I love that. Back to you. How did you know your husband was the one other than obvious reasons? Cause he's such a rock star. <sighs> he is an angel. And an I, angel. I think we say that multiple times already on this podcast, but he is a sweet, sweet angel. And if you know my husband, I think you would also agree. He is a sweet, sweet angel. I feel like if I'm ever at a party or a place, an event, and um, I come and without him mm-hmm. everyone's everyone always asks where Where's he Matt? where is he yeah um not like hey how are you it's so great to see you here <laughs> where's uh, your husband it's like the first question everyone always asks me where's matt mm-hmm. um because he's just the type of guy he's just very very lovable and everyone loves him so much mm-hmm. um I think it's hard to, like you said, pinpoint an exact, exact. moment. Yeah, I know. It's um, so hard. But we were just talking about this recently that next year we will be together for a whole decade. Yeah. Um, which is crazy to also think that you're with someone for an entire decade. Mm-hmm. Just think about all the things that you do in 
in a decade right. of time. Right. It's a lot. Pop culture. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> so many changes. We've done a lot of our uh, growing together as adults mm-hmm. together because, um, you know, we both graduated college yeah. and has have navigated this career, <laughs> career mm-hmm. adulting life, so to say, and now parents. But I think, honestly, the biggest thing that I think made me fall in love with him is he always shows up like mm-hmm. – he and that was something I always I felt like was looking for in my relationships. Like he matches my loyalty right. as a person. Well, I was going to add to that. You know, you said over and over you were constantly giving your mm-hmm. loyalty out, and I think him showing up for you and showing you that he's loyal to you is super important. Yeah, for you exactly, and important. It's the bare minimum. You like you deserve somebody's loyalty, but for him to go above and beyond to show you mm-hmm. his loyalty, just I'm sure means the absolute world. Yeah, and I, I can know that if I asked him to do anything, and sometimes I misuse this privilege, but I ask <laughs> if I ask him to do anything, like I know he'll do it right. because he loves me. Unless we pick on him. Yeah, <laughs> unless we pick on him, but he, um. He's just the greatest person, and I strive to be just as amazing and awesome mm-hmm. as he is. And so I think I think that's like a theme for what we are both saying, though, is we both feel like we can be better people with mm-hmm. these with our spouses. Um, they rise us up and help us grow. Feel want um, to be a better person. Yeah, yeah, because there is there is a lot to say though that if there's a saying that's like if you're not growing then you're dying yeah um and so if you're not growing together and that could be individual goals Mm -hmm. but if you're not growing together then you're dying or if one person is growing and one person is not you're gonna stagnant and there's gonna be trouble it's gonna be hard because you're gonna you're like you're so excited about life and you're meeting all your goals and there's this other person that's just i don't know i think that's so I think that's so important to have in a soulmate is I, – I don't know if you believe in soulmates or not. We haven't actually talked about that. But just a partner in general is someone that you can grow with because, I, you're, like I said earlier, I've been through so many phases of, yeah. you know, who I am. I'm pretty – I'm pretty consistent with who I am now, like aesthetic-wise, I guess, <laughs> um, or the things that I'm interested in outwardly. but. You're constantly growing. You you can't tell me that you were the same person that you were two years ago. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And we're constantly growing. And if you don't have someone that's willing to grow with you or accepts that you're growing and you accept that they're growing as well or forever changing, I just don't think it's a good match, you know? No. It's like – and trust me, like I've potentially been in that phase where I am mad if mm-hmm. Matt wants to – do all these great things for himself and mm-hmm. I'm just like fuck that I want to sit on the couch and do nothing mm-hmm. um <laughs> like that's happened but it's always caused a lot of friction mm-hmm. I would say because I think it's one thing if you're willing to grow or if you let's say you're not in maybe a phase where you want to grow and you want to see growth in yourself or in your relationship but at least you support that person and right. you be their biggest cheerleader. Right. That's like that's the biggest. And you need thing. that person to show up for you in that mm-hmm. same way as well. Um, so, what would be the best relationship advice you would give to your younger self? So, think of, you know, teenage Kelsey or college Kelsey. What would you tell um, her? 
So something I tell actually a lot of my friends that Mm -hmm. are maybe single or going through a breakup Mm -hmm. or what have you, this is something I always think about. And it's kind of – it's not like the most positive thing to think about. But if you're with someone, if you're in a relationship with someone – and there's going to be flaws mm-hmm. always. Everyone has flaws. Totally. Everyone has that thing that's going to make them drive them crazy, mad, mm-hmm. <laughs> irritated about this person that they do or how they act mm-hmm. or whatever. But you have to think about how can you love them through their flaws? Yeah. So how can you – And but is that the person – you want to love through their flaws. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you can manage the rest of your life? And withstand. And withstand during those, during those times where you're lows. kind of, I don't want to be with this person or yeah. you're upset or angry or whatever. Is it worth fighting for? Is it worth fighting for? But let me tell you, no per- relationship is perfect. So that's why I say that. Um, and that's the advice I'd give to myself is really examine those flaws and mm-hmm. is it something that you can manage to live with the rest of your life and love that person through those flaws mm-hmm. and be really honest and if it's a no that's okay yeah um that's okay that person isn't someone worth your time then and worth your energy i also think just being really true to who you are mm-hmm. and of course when you're younger and as you go through life you're discovering who you are so it's right. kind of hard to lean into that but at the same time you have to be true and honest with yourself. Even if it fucking hurts, you have to be brave enough to take that step to figure out who you are. And if mm-hmm. that's breaking up with someone, then that's a step in the right direction. You right. just have to think that that's just getting you closer to someone that is going to be perfect. Right. Not perfect for you, but per- more perfect. Right. And a better relationship for yourself. Right. And like just learning more about yourself. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. I love that. That's that's my advice. I love that. That is sweet. <laughs> my advice to my younger self would be leave. <laughs> no, see, and I and I'm I don't want to. I mean, I say that trying to be funny, but also essentially don't accept less than what you deserve. If they want you, if they wholeheartedly want you, they will chase you. You need to understand what you are willing to take because they're going to take your lead. If you're accepting all of this bullshit, they're obviously going to give you all of this bullshit. Leave if you are not being treated like you deserve and you know it when you see it. Don't be afraid <laughs> to leave. You know, if they truly want to be with you, they're going to chase you. Don't be afraid of not being chased. That is actually what it is. Yeah. Don't be afraid of not being chased because right. if they're worth it, they, they will, will chase you. They will do whatever it takes yeah. to be with you. And that was a big – I was so insecure. That was such a big insecurity of mine. I mean, I have like a bit – not. I, I don't want to say abandonment issues, but just not – I don't know how to say daddy issues in a great, in a good just way. Just daddy issues. That's I it. I have daddy issues and <laughs> I just don't, I'm insecure in that way. I am, am so afraid that I will not be chased and you can't be afraid of that. You can't mm. be afraid of not being chased. That is the number one thing I would tell myself. And also going back to what you said, you know, are they worth the lows? Mm-hmm. And if you can't see yourself withstanding that, and if you can't see them withstanding your lows, 
then you've got to find somebody that will accept your imperfections. Exactly. You know, like you would accept theirs. And just thinking back to the previous relationship I had, I was not willing to go through. I, I, it makes me sick thinking about my lows, just my disgustingly depressive emptiness, terribly sad, can't get out of the bed low with anybody else but Brayden. Yeah. I really cannot imagine anybody that could be so understanding like him. So I don't know. I just honestly comes down to, and I think this is to your point as well. It comes down to knowing your worth. It does. Mm -hmm. And it sounds so stupid because every, that's on every Pinterest board ever. No, it's not stupid. It's just so cliche is the word I'm looking for because it's on every Pinterest board. Know your worth, know your worth, but literally know your worth. But I think also that you know that you're deserving of an amazing kind exactly. of love. Exactly. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to you, you know, deserve the love. Yeah. As going back to what you were saying, you thought it was normal to have this just toxic relationship. That's not normal. No, absolutely. You, it is not normal. At, at all. such a young age, you accepted like, well, I thought love that's what isn't, it what was yeah, that love, was it. <laughs> love isn't like it's it is in movies. This is real life. And I need to accept this. I need to be a grown, you know, a grown girl that's in a big girl relationship. And this is just how it is. And you have to fight for your relationship every day. No, that's not how it is. No. I mean, there's definitely moments in life where in a relationship, like marriage is not easy. Relationships You do have to fight, but there are times where you do have to fight, but that's where it goes back to, is this worth fighting for? Right. But in a healthy way. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Is it the love that you deserve? Yeah. Um, and we wanted to just review really quickly how to tell them it's not you. It's me. (laughs) And listen, I am not an expert in breakups at all because I've only ever broken up with one person in my (laughs) life. The rest of the times have either been I've been broken up with Uh or, you know, it was a mutual breakup. Right. There was only one time I broke up with someone and I literally ran away and called him on the phone to tell him. I couldn't even do it in person. I think I did. I think I did mine over text message So, listen, (laughs) breakups are not fun. I get it. We get it. They are fucking shitty. But this is just a reminder, though, that just like we said, you deserve the most – loving caring relationship um and if that's not it if you're listening to this like oh my god i need to go break up with my boyfriend mm-hmm. break right up now. with him break up with your spouse <laughs> break up with your partner whatever it's okay and it's just one step in the right direction to finding out who you are and who you're meant to be life and- is too fucking short life is too short it's so uh, short I, it makes yeah. me sick thinking about so much time couples, wasted yeah couples uh. that you know may not have gotten out of the relationship that i was you know one like i was yeah. in that was just trying to fill a void it makes me sick thinking about those people that spend 20 years with the person that they were trying to fill a void with and they just call it quits after 20 years, yeah. but better late than never. I would say – this reminds me literally. This just popped in my head. The guy I dated right before my husband, I one day asked him, are you happy? Like, are we happy? Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm content. Uh, 
And that is not how you should feel. If you think no. about your relationship and you think I'm content. No. Listen, I don't wake up every day married to my husband for 10 years. I'm not married, but been together for 10 years. Have I ever thought that I'm, I'm just content? content? Right. I have thought I fucking love this man and I'm mm-hmm. so happy with the life I have. And that is how you should feel every day when you wake up to this person next to you that you're mm-hmm. doing life with. You should not feel content at all. And so that's why you should say – it's, it's not, not you, you it's, it's me, me. <laughs> leave their ass okay i think that wraps up today's episode this was a long one i didn't realize this was going to be a Sorry, long one we had i had a but, lot of stories to tell you had a lot oh, of stories so to tell. juicy so worth it the tequila tuesday yeah so anyway that wraps up today's episode again please subscribe or follow or whatever you have to do on any and all platforms that you're listening to us on leave us a review don't be a fucking karen and (laughs) leave us a shitty (laughs) review i mean although we will laugh at you just know that just know that we will laugh at you you've been warned i'm sorry we're gonna laugh (laughs) we're not taking it anything personally thank you so much for listening though we love love our listeners and followers and thank you for all the support and we hope that you have so much fun today drinking your margarita and listening to this podcast we'll see you next time bye bye